is a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. DJs and MC. This DJ, he gets it out. Listen to this, this jockey's introduction to two DJs and a mic with your host, DJ Mike. Is that a timetable? And DJ JP. Well, get on it. It's your time. Give me the mic. Mike. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting on our guest to get in. He's having some technical difficulties. Yeah, but, he's uh, having some technical difficulties. But we're going to go ahead and just kick it. But uh, What's up, Jeff? Man, you know, uh, just just life, brother, trying to survive in this, in this world of DJ, DJology. <laughs> okay, well, let's do this here since we're waiting on our guest. You know he's coming with us, coming from live from New York. You know, so it's a little travel. So he 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 he's making his way to the room. Yeah, he's uh, making his way to the room. So so you said you had some on your mind. So oh, <laughs> top topic is <laughs> smoking topic. Well, boom, there it is. It's a it's a hot topic. I've been experiencing it lately, and I have to bring this up. So been on some Zoom calls. 45-minute rule. We on there with a client, and it just goes away. People, pay for Zoom. Pay for it. If you're going to be a DJ on there with calls or a professional, go ahead and get you an account. Because, oh, everybody, we got three minutes left. Everybody just log back in. Come on, man. You charging somebody $1,000, and you can't pay $15 for a Zoom account? 
Come on, Mike. Come on, man. That's my hot topic. That's horrible. Come on, fellas. Come on, everybody. I really don't know how to. <laughs> I really don't know how to. Uh, I don't know, bro. I don't know how to take that, man. Don't uh, use it. Don't use it then because you think you want me and you talking and then or you don't remember or you don't pay attention and it just go off. So now you got to text the client, hey, hop back on, you know, uh, my, my time ran out. We can just get back on. How that yeah. look? Well, I'm just saying from a professional look, from from a business standpoint, uh, I don't think that's a good look. No. You know, uh, because then, like say, for instance, hypothetically speaking, say, mm -hmm. uh, say we're charging or you're charging the client say two grand to do their wedding mm -hmm. and you can't pay a high 15 and you, <laughs> Hey, uh, you know, it's going to cut off in uh, two minutes. Uh, I'm going to send you a link. <laughs> Man, I was on one the other day and I'm just doing it. Yeah. So uh, everybody log back in. I'm yeah. like, Oh my gosh, come on fellas. Come on people. Just, Pay the $14, $15 to get you a Zoom account, man, or go to StreamYard. Somebody is free or something, but just that, that's yeah. my hot topic, Mike. You yeah. got anything on your mind? No, well, we got Ray in the room, so I'm going to bring him in my Oh, bring, bring him in on in. Bring him on in. Bring him on in. Bring Ray. What's up? What's up? What's going on, guys? You can hear me? Yeah, man, we can hear you. Oh, awesome. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Sorry. Sorry for yeah. the. Uh, Little quick delay. I had to reset both computers because I have two computers here. I have a uh, one for streaming and uh, over here for like business and stuff. And then one was acting up, and then you know how technology is nowadays. Oh yeah, we know we we do this show every week, and what can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> Always at the last second. I, I came here on time to try to uh, get everything set up, and then of course at the last second, uh, the audio wants to cut out and not work. So I had to reset everything, and uh, sometimes uh, that's the easiest fix. Just click the reset button. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That 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 makes everything go away. Yeah. Yeah. So, Most of uh, the time, <laughs> not always. Yeah. Well, how's everything, guys? Man, oh, that's it's good, good, man. And good, man. we want to thank you for coming on with us. It's always an honor, you know. To have oh, of course, thank you for having guys me, guys. On especially in the industry, I yeah. see some vinyl down there. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. My so collection there. Yeah, some yeah, people exactly. on here might not know what that is. So if you don't want to show them. <laughs> If you want to show one of uh we ain't gonna be mad what at you got over there, grab some. Yeah, yeah this there's a whole people, bunch of stuff here. Just yeah. grab some, don't matter. Yeah, yeah. And seeing the one thing about vinyl guys, stuff, like you, you have to keep it in place. So there's places for it. Yep, I got uh whew, I got a little Kim 50 Cent. Mm -hmm. Let me see, uh that's a record for those of you that don't know. That's a record. It's a vinyl record. A record. The actual record. Record. Got, uh, not, not an MP3, a but a record. A lot of stuff from Capitol Records, Eric B. Rakim. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. The classics. Oh, yeah. Dance yeah. Ball. Uh, yeah, I could, I could. I have to uh, start organizing a little better because uh, I have it by genre, but I don't have it by year. So I want to. Uh, Kind of get it together, and this is uh, cool. not like all my, of it. Sound like my hard drive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. The, the 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 struggle, I guess you could say, right? 
Oh, yes, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. This is the oh, day. Yeah. Music comes at you hard and fast. Quick, boy. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to say the computers are a blessing, though, because uh, you don't have to break your back carrying uh, yeah, 10 crates up the stairs. Look through all those records for songs either. Yeah. So that mixing is like, yeah, yeah, typing in. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing because it's nothing like having vinyl and somebody touches one of your records and move it and put it in the wrong place. Oh, yeah. And, 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 uh, it's a lot cheaper because, uh, before you would have to buy doubles of everything. Yeah, uh, yep, and yep. now you just download one MP3 and just yep. load it on the other side, and you got your doubles. Oh yeah, <laughs> right double low. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah and, I remember them days. And I need if you want to hold on, I need two. Uh, Uncle Ricky, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, you got to get two two of each, especially want to like beat juggle or 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 mess around. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so let's jump into it, man. So let's get to it. So you're from New York. Uh, so how long you been in the business? How did you get in? I read your bio, but just tell everybody in the audience a little bit about yourself, brother. Uh, all right. Uh, so basically, uh, born born in Harlem, New York, uh, raised in Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn. Family. Yeah, you already know East New York. Um, so family, uh, Latin, of course, uh, Ecuadorian. Um, grandparents, Colombian. Um, but the majority of my uh, family is uh, Ecuadorian. But I was raised around um, around this area. You had uh, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, um, Jamaicans, West Indians, uh, a whole mixture. So I was kind of raised around uh, all different types of music. Uh, and mm-hmm. the household was uh, predominantly Spanish. Uh, and my cousins uh, were very big into um, hip hop. Um, so just to give you a quick, uh, real quick backstory. Uh, I was raised in Ecuador and I, got, and I came here when I was um, five and a half. And I didn't know uh, a lick of English. Uh, all I knew was uh, Spanish music uh, and obviously Spanish. Uh, my cousins here uh, from Brooklyn were the ones that put me on to like the Notorious B.I.G., Slick Rick, um, you know, all the, all the good stuff. Busta Rhymes, uh, even like Coolio back in the day. Um, <laughs> so they introduced me to the hip hop side of things. I came in, you know, as a little kid growing up to listening to salsa, merengue, Cumbia, or you know, all the good Latin stuff, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I was uh, I, I was uh, pretty much exposed to a lot. Um, but what really brought me into DJing was uh, I accredited 100% to the hip-hop culture because uh, I'm ve- on, on my end, I, I love anything that's uh, on the creative side. So from graphics to visuals to music, anything that kind of gets, you know, those creative juices flowing. Um, mm-hmm. But what really, what really put me on to DJing, DJing, um, early in high school, I was making like these mixtapes, but I wasn't actually mixing them. I was just putting together like a mix CD, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, and a lot of my friends were like, you got uh, quite a taste right there for a uh, selection of uh, songs to put together. You ever thought of DJing? And I was like, uh, no, not really. I was like, I just like music and I like putting together, uh, you know, a CD that I think most people will enjoy. Um, but what really threw me over the edge was, uh, I went to one of my friend's house and he had two turntables. He had a Vestex mixer. And then he had on one side, uh, an instrumental, I think from the, I forgot what album it was from Notorious B.I.G. And he mm-hmm. had the instrumental part and he was like, yo, uh, Ray, you want to check something cool out? And I was like, yeah, go for it. He put on, he took out this Peter Pan record, the soundtrack from Peter Pan. 
And I was like, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, what's going on? There's no, there's no way he's like, check this out. So he was heavy into scratching. Um, he put in, uh, I guess the acapella from uh, a certain part of that, uh, Peter Pan, uh, like interlude, like, a uh, a middle part, uh, section of the, of the record. Mm-hmm. And he scratched it in to the, I forgot what beat it was from the notorious B.I.G. I wish I could remember. Uh, and I was just dumbfounded. I was staring at him like you was mesmerized. What are you doing? <laughs> what you is all the holy grail? You you were sucked in from that moment on. He did it for like two minutes. Boom, 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 boom. He's like, <laughs> "What do you thought of that?" I was like, "You just opened Pandora's box." Uh, now I now I want to know. Now I want to know what I can do with this record and and this vocal and and even better yet. Bring in a, a Latin song, maybe a Latin yeah, okay. thing, and bringing it to uh, forget it. That that's pretty much what uh, kind of blew everything up. And then from there, I got into. I went with him to the showcases. I started participating in um, weekly uh, battles uh, around here in New York and in Queens. Uh-huh. Um, I started making mixes. Uh, I bought my first uh, Vestex mixer. Uh, I only was able to buy one turntable at the time, but that was more than enough for me, I guess. Uh, I would go to his house and practice, and then. To be quite honest, I I don't know if you guys ever fell into like I guess it's the the passion for it where when we were in the in the scratch scene and the in the turntable scene, we mm-hmm. looked at the radio DJs like I'm not gonna say sellouts, but like, oh, they don't really know how to DJ. Uh this is real DJing, the battling, uh, you know, doing all the scratching and what? that being on the you know, there was always there was always that stigma, unfortunately. And I got caught up. Uh-huh. Hey, it's, it's funny <laughs> you say that because yeah. uh, I, you know there's some DJs I definitely love and I've only heard a few but I heard a mixtape from Funk Master Flex and he fell from on top of my list or on the list to like the bottom of the list because I'm like <laughs> this guy can't DJ and every funk, funk, everything he did he mixed it in with a Funk Master Flex, 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 Flex. I'm like well oh, he, he screams oh. yeah he screams I was like no 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 so mm-hmm. I was just more than that, man. Somebody brought me back a mixtape from New York. I was like, "No, nah, bro, that ain't how we do it." No, nope, so, so yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you. There will be some radio ones that you'd be like, "Man, how, how this guy on the radio, man?" I've heard a few things about DJ Envy too. Uh, Envy, uh, there's uh, you know, yeah, DJ Clue. Uh, you really? know, it it, uh, it depends. Every time at that era, and I, and I still stick to it to this day. Uh, uh-huh. When people are like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's it's Funk Flex," I go. Jazzy Jeff, anything? Yeah, no, definitely and, Jazzy, man. And then DJ Red Scratch, Alert, Red Alert. Uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. cool. well, let me ask you a question. You ever heard Capri? Yeah, you ever heard Capri? Oh yeah, I DJ with him on my birthday, believe that, it or not. That uh, is that is definitely he top of the line to me. If you ever get to see him, Jazzy's good, but I saw Capri, man, he was whoo. Okay, Capri that was, was uh, one of my like, and still is one of my idols that really got me into it because he was the one that. Uh, kind of inspired me to get on the microphone because oh. one thing was one thing was being crazy on the turntables on yeah, the decks yeah. and then the other thing is like having a presence so like when you step in a room and and instead of someone speaking on my behalf like mm-hmm. you're speaking for yourself i guess and yeah. he did he did that for me yeah uh, so i get that from him okay i'm not gonna hog the whole night jump in here mike come on come on well uh i'm just gonna kind of go back to the dj uh so what year did you start dj and how many years have you been in the game? So I've been DJing uh, professionally. Well, just DJing overall. Uh, yeah, overall. 17, 17 years. Uh-huh. What so, year and I, I throw my age out there. I'm 37. So 
17 you know, years. Yeah, um, you was a little bit behind here, you know. Huh? <laughs> a little bit behind here. Still young in the game, but yeah. So, like I said, I, I I learn every, I, I, you know, like I said, I like learning every day. I, I've gotten here. Uh, I've learned from like, you know, all different uh, mm-hmm. types of DJs. Like I said, from the Kid Caprice to the Q-Berts to the Jazzy Jeffs to the Scratch to, you know, even, even believe it or not, like I, I picked, Little things that, like, for example, Funk Flex does right sometimes uh-huh. or certain things. Because at the end of the day, I feel like you you have to, you end up transitioning from just the skill set alone, just learning how to DJ to, like, the business side of things of how to market, you know, the presentation. So in the years that I've been DJing, I went from, like I said, different phases from the hardcore a battle uh, scene is only uh-huh. about the skill. We don't have to scream on the mic. We don't have to do nothing like that to, like, oh... There's a business behind this and oh you can market yourself and oh uh there's more to it or you could always stay in just that route of just yeah know, just scratching mm-hmm. in your bedroom, I guess you could say. Yeah, um, how, so yeah. That don't pay no bills. Yeah, and going from being nope. a battle mm-hmm. DJ to more of being a DJ with a business, how how was that transition for you? So the first thing is, uh, one once I was uh finished because I had to finish school. That was uh one thing for me. Uh, I actually graduated from electrical engineering, uh, bachelor's degree in that. Congratulations! Um, Congratulations! I appreciate. Yeah. Thank you, thank you guys. Um, my mom was always uh very stern, like, yeah, you can do all that little fun DJ stuff and go out to the clubs, but if you don't finish school, I'm taking those turntables and throwing them out the window. Uh, that was basically <laughs> that was basically the standard. So. The discipline was uh, kind of put on the table uh, pretty early. Um, but as I was doing, I was like, all right, am I going to continue? You know, am I going to prove my mom right that am I just going to DJ in my bedroom for fun? And, and or am I going to am I going to be able to make something out of this? Uh, so then that's when I really started uh, looking online, seeing what, you know, other, I guess, uh, successful DJs were doing as far as uh, like even like, for example, a Qbert. Uh you know, he started branding himself, uh, merchandise, doing online videos, the, you know, YouTube, um, and just being out there uh, performing. I was like, all right, there's probably more to this than just, you know, just making some mixtapes at, at home. Um, and then uh, it kind of coincided at the same time with the wedding industry. So I have a, a good good number of friends. Uh, one of my uh, close friends, DJ Kingspin, he told me, he goes, you have like the recipe for to be like a pretty good or even great uh, wedding DJ. Um, you have the the presence, the presentation, the discipline. You're knowledgeable on the music. Um, you're not uh, just a uh, one trick pony, I guess you could say, or uh, or or just a hip hop DJ or just a certain or a Latin DJ. He's like, I think you could do uh, really good for yourself uh, in this business. So I gave it a shot, and believe it or not, I started off not even DJ. I started off uh, MCing. Um, but he, me and him, uh, we worked perfect. And when I was working with other DJs, they were like, yo, you just, you know, when exactly to talk, uh, when to say certain things, when not to interrupt. Uh, and I was like, cause I know, I know the music. I, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I would surprise people. I was like, oh, by the way, I'm a DJ too. I'm not just an MC. And they're like, oh, no wonder. They were like, exactly. So, you know, when the song or, or, or the chorus is coming or the verse is coming or transitions are coming or how to uh, hype a certain drop or a certain part of a song. And I kind of like fit right into like the, I guess that world of the mobile DJ aspect mm-hmm. of the the wedding, the corporate, 
uh, side of things. And then eventually I had to pick kind of like, you know, cause weddings and, um, and clubs, they f- kind of fall on the same schedule, Friday nights, Saturday <laughs> nights. So I had to start picking my route. Uh, do I go the, do I continue chasing promoters, uh, trying to explain to them why, uh, you know, I, I feel like, uh, the, the money ain't right or the budget ain't right or take it like a little bit more professional and still do what I do. Um, you know, and take it to kind of in my own hands rather than every week have my fingers crossed that, Oh, we didn't do too good this week. So we can't pay you a full amount or, or we got you next week or, you know, and, or how many people you're bringing to the club. And I'm like, you're distracting me from a lot from what I want to do. Uh, so it was kind of like, obvious, like I think the wedding route, the, the corporate route was, uh, uh, the better choice and I was about to ask you, did you get in the club game at all but I see you did so how long did it take yeah. you to just fully transition into weddings or corporate you know that's six not... six years okay. of doing clubs and then wow. dabbling into the wedding because like I said I, I started the, the wedding stuff um and the mobile uh DJ business without uh like I said MCing. I wasn't even I wasn't allowed yet to really uh DJ I guess because you mess up someone's wedding. Uh, <laughs> that's someone's company on uh, on the line. So I get it. I I completely understand. Um, but once I I I was doing more and more weddings, I was like, I, I think I could, you know, I think I could do this. I, I get the formats. I it's obviously a lot different than a club where, in a club, you get a, a three hour set or two hour set. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you mess up, you know, drunk people don't understand uh, or they won't get it. But a wedding, you got, you know, introductions, first dances, cake cutting, bouquet, garter, uh, certain do not playlists. Uh, you guys, you know. You got a lot of stuff. Yeah, you got a lot <laughs> there's, of there's a, yeah. there's a lot on the line. And then uh, you mess one thing up and then that's that's all on you. Yeah, and you're messing up someone's day too. Yeah. Uh, a club, you could show up next week and do a better set. Put yeah. it that way. A wedding, you mess up a wedding. There's no redo. <laughs> no. no <laughs> so, you, got, you got one shot. Yeah. I so like there, and then I like the pressure to be quite honest. I, I I thrive on the pressure compared to like you know, and then I like the I like all the behind the scenes. I started seeing the preparation for a wedding, um, and 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 you know what you could offer, uh, which I'm pretty sure will eventually lead to the conversation of like company side of things and the corporate yeah, side of things. Yeah. We're gonna get um, there. But yeah, no, but yeah, but uh, but it took about like a good five six years. I'm gonna say before I I really said, you know what. Uh, I'm going to go this route. Uh, and I started doing a lot of less clubs because I was doing uh, the whole circuit here in Queens and in, in Manhattan, Atlantic City. Um, I was working behind the scenes on uh, Series XM for Shade 45 with Lord Sear. Uh, mm-hmm. I did the radio in uh, in Miami as well. Uh, I forgot, 90, at that time it was like 94.4 FM. It was like hip-hop, R&B, and Latin. Kind of mm-hmm. like the Hot 97 here. Uh and then that kind of started fading out once I started really putting my energy and focus more on, uh, you know, the uh, the mobile side of things. I opened up, you know, my own company and stuff like that. And that's where it really took off. So, yeah, five, I would say like five to six years. Do you regret that decision? Not at all, to be quite <laughs> honest. <laughs> and then and then not even not even just because of um, the money side of things, but I'm a very paid forward uh, type of person. So I feel like I was helping a lot of, um, younger DJs or younger than me at that time, uh, come up like in the club scene, I guess. Mm-hmm. And now with, you know, your own company and, and with everything you're learning here, I feel like I can help 
you know, maybe some some younger kids uh, skip. Uh, you can't really skip steps, but at least get you know learn from I guess my mistakes or or yeah. maybe speed or up the process. From, you can prevent them from making the same mistakes you did if Correct. they listen. If they listen, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the yeah. tough part sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they want to go from two to seven and uh, skip three, four, and five and six. So, yeah. Uh, no skip. Wedding, Unfortunately, no shortcuts. <laughs> yeah, when does wedding season start in the tri-state area? When do y'all – are y'all into your wedding season already or – Yeah, we, we normally start around like mid-April, end of April. Depends. Uh, now, after everything with COVID, uh, I feel like it started a little earlier uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, some contracts spilled over. I think some people are just ahead of the curve, I guess. They were booking two years in advance because they didn't know if we were going to get another shutdown or something was going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, but typically, towards the end of April, once you're in May, like now, now it's like, now it's moving. So, so how, many like, example, y'all, how many do y'all do a month? What, what's what's the size? Uh, I, this week, this week I have four. Uh, okay. Thursday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Actually, five. And believe it or not, a wedding on a Monday. Uh, we, we believe week. it. We do them on Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday, I, got Thursday. One. I have one on this Thursday. Yeah. And the one of hey. God is doing something for me, he has one today on a Tuesday. <laughs> I've I've had, I'm telling you, I've had in and sometimes in the day. Uh I, I expect uh, nothing less at this point, but you know, I have friends who are not DJs and stuff, and they're like, Who gets married on a Monday? I go, That's what my mother says all the time. Who gets married on a Sunday evening? Abundant. I was like, oh, Wednesday. That's premium day. <laughs> that's that uh, off-peak, off-peak rates. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So when does it end? When do y'all shut? And what do you do when it when it shuts down? Or do y'all still have something to do? You do corporate or what, what do you do? Corporate. So it spans from May. I'm going to say May. I'm not going to really include April because it's just like, it's kind of light. Um, but mm-hmm. May all the way to September, I would say. Uh, towards, yeah, towards... Uh, yeah, then we got we got weddings here and there, like in October, maybe mm-hmm. November, but it's not like how it is in May, June, July, and August, where you may have three to four to five a week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like one, two, like you know, you you can see at the calendar how it phases out from like <laughs> having a busy yeah, schedule to yeah. like, oh, it's not, it's sporadic. Um, so, but we fill in. Yeah, go ahead. So how do you cover those down months? Because we only have maybe two down months here, January, February, yeah. and maybe into March. Because it's kind of funny, and here in Texas, well, other places where it's warm, you know, wedding mm-hmm. season starts in March, and it goes till November. Well, oh, I wow. November. And then, you know, everything in December, part, Christmas party, corporate, and then January, February, your schools, your homecoming dances for us. Uh, we got all, you know, all kind of stuff to fill at corporate events. Uh, thank you parties, you know, whatever. So how do you feel those and what do you feel them with? So starting in, um, in October is when we start hitting like holiday season. Mm-hmm. Oh, we lost you. We lost you. We can't hear you. Volume went out. Hello? Yeah. yeah. You're back. You're back. Oh, there we go. Sorry about that. Uh, no. Um, so in October uh, through December, I would say, and even January, you got holiday uh, season. So from the we got uh, school events, corporate events, uh, boat parties, believe it or not. Um, yeah. Hosp- you know, stuff with hospitals. Uh, so it gets filled in. And then I do a lot of destination weddings, too. That's oh. another thing. 
So they fly me out. Uh, I go. So for example, uh, this year in August, I'm in Mexico. September again in Mexico. Uh, October in Colombia. Uh, November, I actually go out to Arizona. Um, and then in December, I'm back in Mexico. And sometimes I go out to Miami, Florida. So between destination weddings, yeah. corporate schools is a lot. I'm about to call mm. you Mr. Worldwide. I'm about to call you <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Wow. That, that's pretty cool, man. That's good. So, Because wow. I was worried, too. I would get worried, too. At the beginning, I was like, what am I going to do uh, in October or November? What, well, what's going to happen? Do you plan out or do you try to hit those clients at a certain time to try to get you guys booked up through the rest of the year? Uh, yeah. And then a lot of it is also word of mouth, believe it or not. They, they just, uh, the, you know, the, like the inquiries come in, they were like mm-hmm. the destination weddings really opened it up to fill in those gaps because, uh, I wasn't expecting it to happen that quick or, or at first, but I did the first one in Mexico, uh, years ago. And it was actually, it was funny. Uh, it was for a couple from Texas, mm-hmm. um, and they were from Houston. So you know, I had to play Pimp C and <laughs> a lot of the, oh, yeah. the down south stuff. It was a great time. Um, and then from outside. there, it was just like outside. Yes. From from there, they were like, "Listen, uh, we're gonna tell people about you. Uh, we're gonna, you know, give me your card." And then, like, from there, it was one person referring to the other person, and then one person knew a company that works with a certain hotel, and then, like, it just it, it's expands. Word of mouth, man. You do good work, brother. You can, you can. Yeah, that's what it takes. Just do good work. Head down, mm-hmm. butt up, and just putting in the work and make sure you don't mess up nobody's day. No, and then like the work like is self-explanatory. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's nothing like that word of mouth. It's nothing like somebody becoming you know brand ambassadors for you. Personal testimonies. Yes. Because yeah, like because that. if you sell yeah, if you have to sell if you sell yourself, then it's almost I'm not gonna say like bragging, but it's like you know pick me, pick me rather than uh someone saying no i've heard this guy i vouch for him um he does great work and i wouldn't be recommending him you know he did my family's event or he did my wedding so i wouldn't be steering you in the wrong direction oh, yeah. um and I, I prefer that rather than having to like do a sales pitch like oh tell me why you're a good dj i'd be like yeah. it's just uncomfortable for me to even try to do that have that conversation oh, i'll yeah. have it i'll explain but i just don't want to start bragging like oh i could do this and i can do that and so yes. with that being said, how do you sell your guys? Is it word of mouth on them too? Uh, everything's uh, something that I brought to the table uh, big time uh, for this, uh, for LB Productions was uh, social media um, videos. Uh, I've told the DJs, you know, get out there, put raw footage out there, uh, more, a little less edited and scripted stuff and just let, you know, be confident if, you know how to mix or you know how to do certain transitions or, or, or mixes, just uh, put it online so people can see it. And that's been our number one, um, you know, seller. A, a lot of the uh, couples, a lot of the clients that come up to us, the, the first thing they say is, I saw so-and-so on, on your Instagram. Uh, I like his vibes. I like his, his style. I like his music. Uh, you know, can I get in touch with him? Uh, we would like to have him DJ our event. Uh, and I, I hate to hog up all the questions. So how long are these? Yeah. Like, so what do they put like two tracks together or they, they hear them talking or what are you? In? I'm about to start following you. Cause I mean, we just connected. Brian connected us. So yeah, I was, that's my guy. I <laughs> tried to call you when I was up there, but man, uh, my spouse had my schedule 
It's completely. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I get it. I, I'm also over here running up and down, and Brian knows. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's he'll do like nothing brag on you, man. He. <laughs> no, that's my brother right there. That's family. I met uh, him the first time me and him had a conversation. He did never talk you up, and uh, appreciate, now, always appreciate it. Yeah, so that's good. But so what do you, so you do like thirty second clips, or what do y'all do as far as like putting them out there? Are they on YouTube or they on Instagram or what? Uh, a lot of it uh, lives on um, Instagram because uh, I feel like for the more I, I tried the YouTube route of uh, doing like three, four, five minute videos. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Those are good if you want to, uh, I guess, put it on a TV, let's say, while you're doing a, a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, people are like, if you notice, everyone's attention span now is uh, seven, thirty seconds, seven, seven, a minute. Yeah, but so but if you keep little clips of a mix or them saying something, okay. So so a lot of a like either a transition or just like highlight. I would say highlight like in stories. If you know how how like in Instagram stories work is like next 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 the same thing as uh-huh. TikTok. Yeah, like if you put together let's say uh, fifteen clips, fifteen seconds each of let's say uh, you mixing real quick like you were playing let's say nineties hip hop and then into two, 2000s and Latin music. Like the person's like clipping that, clipping that going, he's, he's, he's hitting all the bases. He's playing all, he's playing all the songs I love. I heard this, I heard this, I heard this. The crowd, that's what I want for my wedding. Now, I, we don't, we, I don't like to spoil the whole thing because then I'm like, you know, then you kind of heard everything, but it gives them just enough that they're like, you hit all the right points. When, I'm and, saying, now, when have you ever done yeah. a show the same way? When does it ever allow you, when you look out there among your audience, that you can play the same song back to back to back? Because every audience is different, so you can't hit them. You probably never can hit them the same way. So, no. So even if I give, follow. yeah, even if I give them one mix, uh, it's yeah. not going to be this, unless you think I'm playing that same mix in every wedding, it's, you know, <laughs> it's not, it's not going to, it's not going to work out. And even yeah. sometimes the order of songs too, like, uh, you could play a little, for example, little John record and go into, uh, you know, for example, I don't know, uh, a Latin track. And then on the next wedding, you can still play those two tracks, but completely different order and drop it at a completely different time. Although yeah. you did play the same song, uh, it's, it could give just a different feel just cause you know, every, every crowd is different. Every, uh, Pretty much uh, oh, wedding. Go back different. to your question. We'll get Brian next. He's trying to hog up the show. We ain't gonna let Brian. Get here. <laughs> well, I, I'm I see right there. Him ask his question and then I'll go ahead. Now, Brian, he's trying to steal the show, man. But go ahead. <laughs> is there a change? Go ahead, Mike. Is there a change in the DJ industry where DJ companies are leaning toward being in house services for gig? I mean, for big productions versus outsourcing. Hmm. Are you what are you doing on that? Are you doing a lot of uh big production? Uh right? So yeah, so we, we collaborate and we team with uh like two two sound rental companies, uh mm-hmm. another company that does um well two no three actually other companies that do uh like the LED robots, the party cannons, um uh staging, uh big staging like for like festivals. Um so we're we're collaborating a lot of the outsourcing now. Although in house we have our own equipment as far as uh you know trusses, lighting, mm-hmm. special effects, but it's helped the company grow and scale much bigger by kind of collaborating yeah. uh, rather than gimme gimme gimme. I, I could do everything myself and save the money and just do it myself. Um, because 
like what we touched based on earlier, word of mouth is probably the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. So that company, we bring them business like, hey, listen, uh, we're doing like something we just did uh, in Flushing Meadow Park uh, by City Field uh, this, on Mother's Day. We brought in the, one of the sound companies um, to do basically the RCF line arrays, the, the tent, the booth, everything. Um, and we brought in like the controllers, the DJs, and they bring us business because now they want to get the work for like, let's say the audio aspect of things like, oh, we have all this equipment, but mm-hmm. they don't have the DJs. And vice versa. So they'll go, hey, uh, I got this outdoor event. They need two DJs. Uh, we're the first ones they call. So they're like, yo, I need two of your guys. Uh, it's this day. And then vice versa. Like, you know, we got this contract for this outdoor festival, but we don't have the equipment to power something that big. So we bring yeah. them in. Yeah. I, I think a good idea. Outsourcing is mm-hmm. expensive, but you just got to pass it on to the client. You know? And, you know? And, you know, also, Correct. you know, uh, you test on a real good and I mean, an important part. If you can get past trying to eat up everything and look at the bigger picture, because you can only eat so much. And if you don't learn how to duplicate yourself or make yourself bigger than what you are, then you're going to always be eating at the same at the same place. And, and that that plate will never get bigger. You know, but if you can learn how to share and just, you know, work with someone, you allow yourself to do some events that you may never have the opportunity to do. Yep. Yep. You know, you 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 start to expand your reach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's funny you say that because I just outsourced a big gig for a a fireworks show to a, a company. I was going to try to do it myself. I said, no, this is going to be too much. So now all the DJ has to do is come and plug and play. We ain't got to drag no generators. We don't have to drag 10 speakers. They're going to do all of that. They said, okay, we'll pay it. I'll pay the DJ. You know, But in the past, I probably would have tried. If I was going to be here, I probably would have tried to do all of that myself because I'm just, you know, I just feel like I can do it. But why do that when you can, you know, get somebody else to do it? And then the crazy thing, like you said, so he called me the next day, Jeff, I got two events. Would you like to DJ one of them for me? You know, I got things. So now he's already calling me, giving me business. I was like, wow. So it it worked real quick. So, yeah, you're right. That's a good way to build another stream of people sending you work, too. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing like going to just patch in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. And you said the the key word, business. Yeah. You said Uh uh, that's that's basically what it really is because at the end of the day, like – I guess uh, I'm, I would assume you guys are partners uh, together in, in a business. Uh, if not, it would just be one person <laughs> doing everything. Yeah. Hey, like, I'm going to do everything question. by myself. I want you to get your question in, Mike. Then we'll get to Rally Rail, uh, the other question you had. So what, oh, is, your go- what is your yeah. go-to music and why? What I mean, it's probably, I, we probably know the answer, but go ahead. What is uh, it? Hip-hop. <laughs> I got it. It has to be hip-hop. Uh, hip-hop first, and then uh, after hip-hop, uh, I like reggaeton and dancehall. So those are anything with the drums and gets you moving. That that that's that's my cool, go-to. Cool, 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 cool. All right, what's DJ Really Rail's question, man? Have you found DJing out of country lucrative, or would you rather stay in the states? I'm trying to get gigs at resorts or other islands to expand my brand and reach. Please answer that one because I would like to know. Is it? Well, it depends on who you're dealing with. So if you're not dealing with, you know, they should know you got to pay money to send you so take you somewhere. So so that's like a double-ended sword. Uh 
<laughs> so I I get I get uh I get my pay for example my rate is usually a little higher than uh what uh I would get paid let's say to for example to DJ here uh for a wedding. Now I still think it comes out much more expensive on there because not only they pay me my rate they got to pay for like my hotel yeah. and the flight. So with that being said, um, it depends also when it lands, which is probably the key, probably the key decision maker for me. So like if it lands on a Saturday and they need me to be there from like, let's say Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're taking away from me the opportunity to do a gig on, you know, on Friday, on Sunday, or maybe even a double header on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the, on the other end of things, um, something that I I feel like, and I've learned uh, more recently that you get caught up in is work, 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 work. And like sometimes not to like, just take a second and go, wow, this is pretty uh, cool. So sometimes I, I take it also besides the pay or the experience. Cause if you think about it, they're almost paying for half of your experience. They're paying for your hotel stay. They're paying for uh, the flight. Um, and if you want to come out of pocket, let's say, and just make a little mini vacation out of it. Uh, number one, you don't know who you're going to meet out there, which I learned uh, by going out there. Uh, you know, if you don't go out there, you won't learn. And number two, you get something out of it. Like, you know, you get to travel somewhere. Like, for example, I've never been to Arizona. So when I get to go there, uh, I'm experienced that, number one. Uh, and like you said, uh, sometimes meeting people, you get to experience to do things you probably would never have gotten to do. What um, city are you going of, to? Yeah, what's, go ahead. Uh, Phoenix. Okay, all right. Phoenix. Um, but I've never been. But like I said, and then who knows? who I'm going to meet out there, who I'm going to talk to. Um, and then even if I walk away, even let's say if I just break even, I end up spending somehow my money that I made DJing. Well, mm-hmm. What's going to come out of that in the long run is going to pay tenfold than, you know, trying, trying to run back home with like a couple hundred dollars in my pocket and then forgetting about that event. Like, oh, I went out there. I didn't care. It's no big deal. So mm-hmm. like I said, it's a double-ended sword. Like it is lucrative in the sense that you are going to get paid. Um, and it, like I said, I think the experience itself is worth more than than what you're actually going to get paid just to DJ. And you're going to take that with you. Let me ask you a question, because I, I have done a few in state, but not out of the country. So yeah. I heard Mexico was kind of tough because they want to use their own people or they got their own little setups. But is do you uh, do you send your own stuff? Or are you renting or how are you doing it when you go to Mexico and places like that? All right, so Mexico's a little tricky because they have a, a yeah. bu- let's just say they have a business over there uh, yeah. that they have uh, on lock when it comes to uh, all these resorts that yeah. are run by a certain n- a number of people. Uh, we could just leave it at that. And yeah. then as you. far, they, they'll, 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 they'll push their like house um, DJ, but they, you could get away with uh, uh, numerous times ago, look, we're bringing in our own DJ. So if you don't let me use my own DJ, then it's a make or break deal. The resort is not going to lose that money. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to say, all right, but you have to use our, uh, you know, in-house uh, equipment company, which for mm-hmm. the most part, I've never had issues with. They always, uh, they have decent, very decent and nice uh, systems. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's usually in-house for them. Uh, and it's much easier because think about it. You don't want to be carrying on an airplane speakers or subwoofers or, you know, mixers and coffins and yeah know, it's, it's too i i actually prefer <laughs> look it's out of my hands you're gonna pay the contract with with the venue or the resort over there i'm just gonna show up the most i've ever brought with me is like a, a, a like a pioneer 1000 srt controller 
mm-hmm. because they were like they were gonna provide me with some raggedy little SB2. I forgot. <laughs> not even like a new mark something that i'm like oh there's no way there's no way i'm doing a, a wedding with that <laughs> i'll bring my own don't worry about it yeah, yeah. i um, will not be on a picture with that <laughs> that's your brand too that's imagine like yeah, exactly. oh, dj ray from new york's here with that like yeah okay <laughs> yeah. yeah like one of the little 89 dollar ones like yeah. a jorge got they the probably little, just picked it they probably picked it up from some here. electronic store yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah you no, said one of the channels don't work. Well, really, well, really, you know who to reach out to, DJ Ray, if you want to learn about getting into the traveling business, man. He'll yeah, hit me up. Uh, like I said, I have a experience, and this year I'm going to be out there uh, moving around a lot, so I'm going to learn more stuff, like how, for example, Phoenix moves, or I, I already did Miami. It's the same thing. You're going to just want to reach out to your local. Um, and that's another thing. Once again, uh, I already built a relationship with the sound company in Miami, so mm-hmm. they're like. They were like, yo, you did amazing work. Uh, we're going to keep an ear you know, out for you. If they need DJs, we already know the guy to call. And I'm like, there you go. And I was like, there you go. So we'll I'm selling you. my, you know, my brand is selling itself out there without me having to do much uh, yeah. on, on my end over here just because you built that relationship with them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what I, that's what crosstalk is all about to me, building relationships and connecting folks. Because when I came and did a wedding in New York, I know. Do you know Jeff Kwan that owns uh, Canal Street Music? Canal Street? Uh, yeah. Hi-Fi? Uh, yeah. The DJ store? The Canal Hi-Fi in, in Canal Street, yeah. By the, yeah, so uh, in I did when I met him in Vegas. He put all my stuff in, but all the speakers all I had to do was bring my controller and a laptop. And DJ you know, at the Hampton, uh, what is it, Inc., whatever, Hampton 40, 48 on uh, uh, Hudson, on the rooftop. The Hudson, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's connections, man. Like you say, making connections, making relationships, building relationships, and just making those connections, and people will take care of you. So, next time I'm calling you, though. No, I'm out. Like I said, however I can help, I'm, I'm always, I'm always down to you know network, expand, yeah. meet. And that's why I'm here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done like three DJs out of New York that have come and done weddings here. They've really controlled the speakers and a full setup for me. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. I have a question for you. So how do you feel about practicing your craft and what does that mean for you? Uh, well, first, it keeps me sharp. Uh, I'll tell you that much. Um, number two is just, like I said, I, I genuinely like um, DJing. I know it sounds cliche, like, you know, do your path, you know, do what you love. But I, I genuinely do. Like, once again, <clears throat> this setup here is uh, my kind of zen go-to. Mm-hmm. Just have fun and you come up with ideas. and at the end of the day, it's, all, it's a performance. So, like, whether you play sports, if you're not in the gym shooting, you know, your free throws and it's going to show on court on game day. Yeah. So, can't fake it. You can say all you want, but if you don't put in the, the work, uh, come that game time, the whole crowd is going to see it and go, yeah, yeah, this guy hasn't been practicing. Yeah. Um, but for me, like I said, it's it's one, it's 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 just genuinely fun. I like, like I said, I, I come from... And scratches and be juggling and mixing and putting all these things together and then now with all these new um features on these mixers that man you can like with stems now in serato oh bro that just opened up that just opened up a whole yeah, new thing for me that's whole new world man. That's yeah. it's it's uh it's yeah you're yeah. you're producing now you're basically yeah. almost oh, producing yeah. on the fly yeah you can do yeah. almost anything now you don't yeah. have to cut a record down to hear the crowd you can just take out the vocals and and let them or if, you, or if you always wanted that Jackson 5 acapella, well, 
Now you might have it. it. Is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you're right. Because yeah. I always wanted to wobble re- uh, acapella. There you go. Now you, you can make one. one. Yeah, you can make it to yeah. any and on the, on the fly. Yeah, so it it is just wonderful. So they keep coming up with more and more stuff, and people don't realize how easy it is now, or how, like you say, breaking your back, toting records. Uh, hey, just grabbing them turntables was breaking your back with them flights. Yeah, I, I I embrace technology, and like I said, and then at the end of the day, you just have to just have fun, have fun yeah. with what you're doing. When you know, when you 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 know, when you see uh, a DJ up there, when you see someone genuinely having fun at what they're doing, like it rubs off on you. You go, wow, that guy. I want to have I want to have as much fun as that guy right there. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> that's the guy I want at my wedding. <laughs> like you know, he's having a good time. I don't want a, a, a DJ up there all pissed off. Like when does his wedding end? I want to get out of here. Like yeah, you know, I yeah, don't want. Yeah, definitely. And you're right because they can tell if you're not having fun. They can like, and they can show on your face. You come up there to ask for a song. You almost bite their head off. Yeah. yeah, they take it as a job, and they're just like, I'm just counting yeah, the hours to, to get out of this wedding. You have to enjoy the six hour weddings or eight hour uh, quinceañeras or you know whatever. But- I think it's important, you know, we live in a in a time where most people that work a job, they hate what they do. And <laughs> and majority. I say, and I would say that's even in our industry, you know, depending yep. on why you're doing what you do. And we that's have right. people that they hate when people come and ask them for a request. They hate the fact of what they gotta do, how long the event is. And that means that you're doing something for, for me for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. If you don't love what you're doing, why are you doing it? The money is not good enough. Mm-mm. Like, look, look what you guys are doing. You guys put together a, a podcast that you technically didn't have to do. Uh, no. For example, I, I, I'm here, uh, for example, speaking with you guys. And in reality, I have no obligation, for example, to do any podcast. But no. you do it for the you do it for the love of it. You do it for like the yeah. culture behind it and trying to like you know speak with people and and try to put the information out there. Um, by yeah. the end of the day, no one has to really do anything. But once again, no. the, the passion it, itself yeah, speaks volumes. Yeah. yeah, we love. I mean, I love it because I build new relationships. I get new ideas because every week I learn something on here and it just take away nuggets. And okay, I can go incorporate that. I, you shared some stuff tonight that I'll probably go back and listen to and. Uh, put a little notebook on it, and then like Relly Rail last week with his uh, SWOT analysis for reviewing every event he does, where he goes back and review everything how I could did better, you know all that. Good. So it, you're right, man. We don't have to do this, but we do it because we want to grow the industry, make it better than how we found it. That's my whole goal to uh, mm-hmm. equip and empower, make it better than how we found it. You know, found it. I want it better than what it was when I got here. I don't want people hiding records and putting tape over the record and talking about. You know, I, 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 I don't know where I got that from, man. You're going to have to figure that out, you know. So you know how crazy it was. You probably didn't have to deal with that, but we had to deal with stuff. You'd be somewhere, hey, man, what song is that? Man, I don't oh. know. You you got to figure it out, you know. Or they, they gatekeep uh, certain records. They'll have acapella and be like, can you share that? Nope, I'm the only one that has this acapella. <laughs> be like, all right, fine. Uh, I guess you're the only one that's going to be able to play it then. So, <laughs> like, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way they are. I know how that goes. Yes, we all do. Yeah, Mike, what else you I got in your bag over there? Well, uh, uh, really, real one wanted to know your IG handle, and he said yeah, we're gonna get those at the end. Pick your brain gotcha. on some things. Off it's wild. right, just it's right there. Just again, it's Aora uh, <laughs> at Aora. So I try to brand it across the board uh, to keep it simple. Oh, okay. 
yeah, but yeah, um, is at a o r a y o r e y. Let me make sure. Hold on, that I didn't put any. Uh, no, you good? I can put it in there. Hopefully, it should come up. Yeah, I just put it up too. Uh, yeah, and uh, we'll we'll put him in the group or something, man. He's in the group now, so you can hit him in the group too. Yeah, appreciate so you, it, you guys for uh, bringing yeah. in. Uh, what was the question, yeah. Mike? Yeah, I don't know if he had answered this question, but uh, yeah, uh, how many members on your team, man? How, how big is your family, your team? The principal team, LB Productions, you got one, two, three. We got about the core group is 12. Mm-hmm. That's like the core, core group. And then obviously everyone is affiliated as well with the company, but the core people are about 12. So it's Eddie, Carlos, Matt, me. And even, uh, believe it or not, Brian uh, initially started with the company I don't uh, when he was it. here. I don't yeah, he was uh, before he moved. Uh, I met him afterwards. I met him. Um, once he was uh, out in uh, in Texas. Oh, okay. He said I'm a stepson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but I mean, uh, he's really proud of what you're doing, man, because he tried to sell me on production and doing stuff and renting equipment. And I think he was trying to set a production company up out here for you on this end, which is – Yeah. Yeah, which is good. But, I mean, he's a good guy. I found this coming around, and we're going to be collaborating on some stuff. But good guy, man. I like Brian. Uh, he – Chase me down until we hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that's family uh, for me now. So yeah, that's my guy out there. I'm a mm-hmm. stepson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he been getting on me every week. Man, when you gonna have my gown? When you gonna have my gown? I said, man, we trying to get it done, brother. Stuff just don't always fall how you want it to fall. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's. Yeah. So there's another question. I'm going to ask this, Mike, and you know, the celebrity question. So you just told us you did a birth- your birthday party with Kid Capri. You ever DJ yeah. for any celebrities, anybody's birthday party, anything like that? Um, what's crazy is that my uh, one of my first, first, like, real clubs in, in Manhattan, mm-hmm. uh, I DJed in, uh, well, it's closed now, but it was called HK Lounge right next to, uh, in the meatpacking district, and then I went in there. They had women freaking coming out of the ceiling, and it, it was a big deal, right? But I didn't know what I was stepping into because I went in there. I went in there, and I just started DJing. And I just remember uh, I end up coming to find out about an hour in that it was a uh, huge Jackman's birthday. Oh wow! Uh, and he sh- and then uh, was Gold. I forgot his uh, from Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also there, and then that was probably like the first like celebrity uh, event that I did. I also uh, DJed a boat party for the cast of um, The Walking Dead. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if you uh, the the show on AMC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I've done I've done a couple of uh, cool events out there. I've done uh, like I said corporate gigs, uh, app launch parties, um, but probably that, that would be the one that stands out for me was. Cause he came up to the DJ booth and I was like, Oh, <laughs> I was like, Wolverine. <laughs> I blanked out. And I forgot his name for a second. I was like, Oh, it's Wolverine from the X-Men. Wolverine. That's who it is. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so, it was his birthday. So that was pretty cool. So when you, when you've done these, uh, events, um, and you realize the atmosphere, did that change your approach? Uh, great question. I, I was a little nervous to be quite honest <laughs> with you because I, 
you had you always second you're, you're human you second question yourself like all right i'm coming in here uh you kind of had like sort of a game plan you're like but then now you come to find out is this so-and-so's uh birthday or so-and-so the cast of a certain shows here you're like and i just kind of like hey listen i'm i guess i, I was brought here for a reason uh yeah, so why yeah. switch it why switch it up and become something i'm not and then let's say if i i switched up my style or, or i did something different and actually messed it up and let's mm -hmm. say you know so and so went and told the management team like yo this dj why did you guys recommend this guy and yeah. then i'm gonna regret like damn maybe i should have just stuck with my guns and why i was hired in the first place so i didn't switch my approach but i was definitely second guessing myself <laughs> i can tell yeah, you that much yeah i i have an additional one for you um you said a couple of things. Uh, you said your game plan. Uh, so when you do an event, do you go yeah. in with a game plan? And and with that game plan, if something happens, how do you approach that? So depending on the event, so if it's a corporate event or if it's a, a wedding, typically we, we always do obviously like planning meetings and stuff. Mm -hmm. So you kind of go into these events where like, okay, you know, let's say for example, corporate event, uh, they'll say like, look, this is what we're looking for. Uh, this is the type of uh, energy or vibe we're going for, for the night. So you start like in your head, kind of like rehearsing, like, all right, so certain music <clears throat> or certain ways I'm going to approach a certain set. I'm not going to go like, crazy energy or i'm not gonna go this route because that's not like the vibe they're going for um but i have well actually numerous times i've gone to weddings for example i'll use weddings since it's like more frequent where the bride and groom will be like you know what we don't really want like too much crazy hip-hop or, or too much of this or that uh, keep it a little bit you know more on the let's say house side or the pop side and then i walk in and i usually use cocktail hour as like my, the measuring yeah. stick i go in there i'm looking around i'm like and then even the, with the playlist that we play at cocktail i throw in little things that you know like a test mm -hmm. and i see people like you know when you get that like oh yeah jamming or they're walking into the reception hall and they're like oh this is a party i'm like <laughs> oh yeah. i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to go this route although they told me not to um and then it works out and then they'll be like oh I, how, how did you know or, and, and i'm like you know because sometimes the, the bride and groom, they're not a DJ. So they're, you know, they're say going it, into it. Say it again. Say it again. The, 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 bride, again. The, bride, the couples are not, unless they are, or unless one of them is a DJ, but for the most part, they're not. So they come into, and I would only assume is their first time getting married. So yeah. they're going into an event not knowing anything. So they're just like cooking up ideas in their head of, I think it's going to be this way. I, I, I think this is going to work. I, I think this music is going to, and you're like, I, you know, there's a reason why uh, you're hiring I mean, us because yeah. we do this weekly. Um, let me help you on, on this. Um, but you still, you know, you still have to cater to what they want. You, you can't just be like, oh, I know better than you. But yeah. you, you're definitely going to incorporate what they want. But you're going to go into the crowd going, you look around, you go, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. And you already know that in the back of your mind. You're like, oh, I, I know exactly how the first set I'm going to hit them with. So... That's yeah. like that game plan that come in. But I have I have had to pivot uh, several times because I've had the other way around sometimes. Like, oh, my, play whatever you want. My crowd's going to party it up. Um, my friends are going to be there and it's going to be crazy. And then I go in there and there's only like one table of their friends. And then everyone else is like 
family or someone older. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I can't play. I can't play hip hop all night or, or stuff like that. It's not going to work. Uh, I got to hit them with some classics and, you know, so. But that can yeah. still be fun, though. That can still be fun. Oh, no. It, yeah. You still turn it up. But I mean, like the vision that they had, that they had yeah. the, yeah. you know, you go into an event like, oh, there's about to be, yeah. you know, a whole bunch I of 30 and 20 year olds. And then it's only one table. And you're like, wait, what yeah. happened to all your friends? <laughs> like, yeah. those are all my friends. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they're not going to hold down the party the whole night. So, <laughs> how to change the game plan. What do you right. think about this? Uh, so, you know, coming from vinyl, you know, when we did vinyl, there's only so many records that you could carry. So when you're doing an event with vinyl, you have to damn near be spot on. So now mm-hmm. in today's time with having, you know, an external hard drive and some of us, we have the internal hard drive that's big enough. How do you feel about when some people may still take on that mindset, even though they've never used vinyl and they take okay. a couple of things, but say you're in a situation where you said, sometime I have to pivot. Yeah. You can't pivot because you don't have the information that you need to pivot. Okay. Uh, what do you mean? Like from like, the crowd itself or? Where if you're going to pivot, you have to have the music available to pivot. Yes. And if, say, you're still thinking in the sense of, I got five record crates, and if I don't have it, I don't have it. And you can't pivot. Yeah, but let's hope nobody's showing up without having a a B and a C and a D. I mean, I think most of us have enough music to pivot. Well, some of us, some of us, some of us, we only use what we think we need based on the information that we got from the client. And, and I think sometime when we do that, we set ourselves up for failure because he made a valid point. Yeah. Most of the time, I would say out of 100%, you may have 0.2% of clients that are really musically inclined to the point of being a DJ. So I've had those, more than yeah. likely, yeah. you're going to have to go outside of the box of what they ask you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trusted them you just signed your death certificate <laughs> i hope not but yeah it could be ugly uh really real had a question real quick because we, we did. yeah what is the hardest crowd you had to dj for uh christian crowd oh. Oh. because they're very limited on uh what songs uh you can yeah. play uh and even the songs that you think Oh, I I think this is safe. And one <laughs> one one sentence, one phrase, one word away from the whole crowd looking at you like you can be ostracized. Yeah. <laughs> like what what is this guy doing? Like get him out of here. Like <laughs> who hired him? So yeah, that is that's that's a good one. And then yeah. I had uh, one of the hardest one was where half the crowd, uh, like I think it was her family. Uh, they were very religious. They were churchgoers, uh-huh. and the other crowd was. We want to party, turn up, want to take shots. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, uh, how do I uh, <laughs> balance this one? Fortunately, that only happened one time. Uh, and I like that was one of those events where you were just counting the minutes of like, uh, uh, yeah. we're just skating by this one. Like it's, it's <laughs> but yeah, hopefully yeah. if you do your proper, you know, like I said, planning meetings and research, 
And something to be quite honest um, that I learned too with uh, having the business is you can't do everything. Although you want to, uh, you have to set yourself aside and be like, look, this is my brand and we've done it now. So a lot of uh, like Christian weddings, we respectfully, uh, we we actually know uh, another company that has like uh, DJs that specialize in like, you know, Christian weddings, religious music. Mm-hmm. And we usually just tell them, look, these are the kind of the guys uh, and this is the company you want to go for all the respect because they can you know, they're, they're, they're more, I guess they have more knowledge on the music you guys like. And also, and it ties back into the word of mouth. If you, if let's say you do a great, which we have, um, you do a wedding, a Christian wedding and you do great. They're going to go, Oh, we're booking you for like the next three. We have a, a you know, and then next thing you know, now you're doing two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then if you're promoting also on, on your brand, on your website, that you do those type of weddings, then you're also going to have to make sure that you have the, the correct personnel and the people to, you know, do those uh, type of weddings. And then now you got yourself into that rabbit hole of, uh, all right, now we're doing all these type of weddings. And you may not have the manpower for that. Uh, let's say you could do it, but then now are you conf- uh, confident in, Send any one of your DJs to go and, and do the other three now that you booked. <laughs> so I rather, no, if you're not comfortable, if you're not comfortable, then I just I wouldn't I wouldn't advise it because that's your yeah. brand, that's your name, that's uh, you know yeah. your reputation been, on the line. Yeah, I've been in that situation with one of the guys that worked with me, and and what I did to avoid that, I created a list and I told him do not deviate from that list. Today, you can't think. This list will <laughs> fall to thinking for you. Do not get any bright ideas because they're going to hang you up on the cross. <laughs> now, I have a question. I have a question for you guys. Uh, okay. So do you guys, uh, are you guys in, in, your, in your business with your company, are you, like your goals, are, is it more like volume of work that you're trying to do a year or is it, uh, are you trying to like be more, uh, zoned in on like let's say a certain you know select niche of uh, weddings or events that you want to do. I'll let you answer first, Jeff, and then no, I have. go ahead. You go ahead because I'm well, cu- I'm a little curious on. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go first. Okay, in the past it was everything that I could eat that was on the plate that was in front of me. Now I'm starting a game plan in November. This is what I need to do to make what I need to do to live on. So. Now it's a game plan. I only want to do so many or fit in so many media at a certain rate and everything. You know, I'll sprinkle in some for my church or other folks that ask me. But really and truly, I just want to do a certain number at the to pay the bills and cushion. So I don't okay. want to kill myself trying to do 300 weddings or, you know, doing 400 weddings like I used to. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. For me... Um... As far as the niche, I don't really have a niche. My niche changes from year to year. Um, So one year I may do a ton of weddings. Uh, One year I may do a ton of corporate events. So it kind of changes. But I'm in the same ballpark that Jeff is in as far as doing too much. You know, it's like me and Jeff was talking today. I have... (laughs) <laughs> I have Thursday, I have Friday, two on Saturday, one on Sunday. And it's like, dude, you know what I'm saying to myself, man, I'm, 
I'm going to be dead, you know, last week, you know, and it's, so I don't want, I'm getting to the point to where it's like, man, I can't, I can't do all of this like this all the time. I love to do it, you know, and it's more so my love for it, but, but still I got to pace myself because this is a marathon and not a sprint. Yeah. 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 There you go. We're learning Uh, the current company that I'm in. We only been out here three years. So, you know, I'm trying to, you know, you're learning to get better at how you do everything and not just uh, keep, you know, chasing every rabbit or skirt that comes by. And we've got to the point where we start turning down stuff or because we completely got out of the cold sparks game just to say something because uh, all the rules and regulations and we don't have anybody with a license. So there's no need to be playing Russian roulette out there, burn up somebody's facility and, you know, it causes problems. So we've learned the things that you can't do or you shouldn't do or you're not legally doing. Don't be doing it. That's just one. But, you know, somewhere, but, you know, you 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 got to know your lane. And like you say, you can get pigeonholed into, okay, they're the religious DJs or they're the Indian DJs or they're this. So, you know, you, which and is I not hate, I hate those Indian ladies. weddings or, or you know, because that's three days or however many days. <laughs> that's, that's good money with them Indian weddings. But you know what I mean? You don't want to get pigeonholed into one thing. You want to be versatile. And that's why I try to tell everybody versatility on your website show not just black not just white show you know that you can do almost anything and we have so many different people marrying each other today so you have to as a dj you got to be versatile anyway yeah new york well for sure um well, Texas no too, brother. <laughs> it's crazy oh yeah it's I've, i've yet to go I, um i'm dying to go out there i'll Come be there actually, fire, I, actually i'm gonna drop actually i'm gonna drop out uh there in uh in the summer I'm gonna take uh, a couple of days to come out. Okay. So I'll make okay. sure to let Brian know, reach out to you guys, probably grab lunch or something. Uh, yeah, we'll chop that. it up. We'll yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I, most like, definitely. I like Brian's, uh, what he said. He said uh, his analogy is a bride and groom provides the paint, and we DJs are the artists and we create the beautiful portrait for their event. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, can, yeah. can I have said it yeah. better? But yeah. All right. So we have to be respectful of the time. If anybody else don't have anything else, we're gonna wrap it, clap it, slap it. I see one more though. What about adding live music aspects to your DJ <laughs> Sylvester? Yeah, Sylvester, we're gonna try to get you in, brother. We got a saxophonist. He's dying to work with one of us at a wedding. But I just yeah. haven't had the right couple where I can put in Sylvester. I got you, man. I'm gonna get it done. So oh, yeah. the right got the media. Huh? He got vid- he got uh videos. Oh, he's good. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. We are we're able to sell over here. We're able to uh push and sell the the life like the the percussionists, um, steel pan players and stuff. Uh, because once people oh. see how they're incorporated uh, mm-hmm. in in the actual event, uh, people mm-hmm. love it. They like it. They hear. It, they go, yeah, that's nice. I like that. Um, yeah. If they do it solo videos, like if it's just a video of like let's say them by themselves just playing in in, in a room, for example, it doesn't work. Uh, they I, I feel like the couple needs to or the client needs to see uh them in the environment so they can get the full picture of like oh that's how that works that's how that sounds together I like yeah. that I want that yeah so and I've I mean gotten... I know it can work because I've probably seen somebody you know about Jan I do it uh, a few times Jason Jenner? yeah he yeah. did it at a conference with a violinist and a percussionist and it was. I was, man, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. So once you see an action, yeah. yeah, you you gotta, but you gotta have the right couple. I can't just bring it out on 
Quiet Sally and little, you know, Becky, or, you know, they just won't feel it. Like, uh, say, Deshauna and, uh, you know. They won't value it. Yeah, they won't value it. So we're going to get you hooked up, Sylvester. I got you coming, brother. I'm going to do something with <laughs> you. And quantity over quality. I mean, quality over quantity. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. And add little things to your stuff. So do y'all offer any specialty stuff, anything, any photo booths? lighting well yeah. production company so of course so we got intelligent moving heads we got dancing on the clouds we have steel two cannons we have 360 photo booths mirror photo booths open air photo booths cold sparklers uh led robots oh, okay um the the whole the whole gamut uh and believe it or not like now we have uh led infinity dance floors uh acrylic illuminated staging um I feel like everyone's trying to one up each other now. They see footage of a wedding and they go, "I like that, but I'm going to do this with this." Like, yeah, I want six no, color sparks instead no. of four. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I want to line them up here, and instead of doing it there, I want it at my in my entrance, and then or outside uh, out the well, venue. And I'm walking have, in like we have crazy. Whatever you guys want, two clouds walking in down the aisle. <laughs> uh, one guy came into Star Wars theme, and he wanted the smoke all over, like from the dance in the clouds. Like, I want you to use that machine. And when I come in, drop the Star Wars uh, theme track, and I want black out the lights, and I'm like, "All right, we could. It's not dancing on the cloud, but we could use it for that too. <laughs> However you, <laughs> whatever you want, man. Yeah. So yeah, as long as you can pull it off, man. But uh, Brian said he had a thousand questions, but you know, <laughs> yeah, talk, about, questions. talk about those offline, sir. We we appreciate you, but not tonight. Yeah, but, no, of course. Man, we want to thank you for coming on, man, and just talking to us and sharing some stuff because I, I hadn't, you know, I hear people talk about seasons and different things. And I I mean, and I look at y'all temperatures sometimes like, I don't know how in the heck they go out and DJ and that mess, man, snow and all of that stuff. I'm like, uh, uh, not pretty. So do you perhaps, last question, do you have like a yeah. deal where you might Russia. need some equipment at a hotel if you know you're going to be there more than once or if you got some corporate gigs and you know do you try to have some stage equipment in different places, maybe because of the coldness? Some, yeah, some of the uh, catering halls uh, we've built great relationships for, and we're like in-house vendors at this point. Uh-huh. So they do allow us sometimes, like you know, if we're in the same room the next day, or or if they don't have an event, <clears throat> or they help us, they'll tell that look, you can't leave it in this room, but you can put it right next door in that room. We don't have a party tomorrow at that time. Uh-huh. And just get it out of there by five o'clock, and you can set it right back up in this room. So, we do get leeway. Uh, with like I said, once again, that's that's the beauty of uh, building relationships. Yes, where, sir, you building know, relationships. That's where it pays. That's where it pays. It pays out. And okay. guys, be like, yes, I don't have to take this out in the loading dock and just leave it here, and then come back tomorrow and just you know set it right back up. Okay, Miguel. And, yeah, well, well I just and want one, him to you know uh, if you can, DJ Ray, let everybody yeah. know. Yeah. Where they can find you, your handles, your website, and so forth. You know, kind of so the so the easiest on. one. Yeah, go ahead. So the easiest one is aoray.com, A-Y-O-R-E-Y.com, Right on the on the homepage, uh, you're gonna get all the links to everything to my Instagram, to you know, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, um, my Mixcloud, uh, which I'm actually revamping right now. But the majority of my stuff, I'm gonna be quite honest. I, I dedicate a lot of time to the uh, to the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the company, uh, is LB productions. Uh, that's where you're really going to see, like, I, I kind of catered the AO, my AO rate to more of the personal stuff, like, you know, pictures, uh, self promo, um, stuff like that. But 
on LB Productions, the company page is where you're going to see the videos of like the weddings, the, the corporate events, the, you know, edited, fully edited videos. And you're going to get a bigger scope of the actual company rather than just only me. Because you know, okay. there's only so many pictures you want to stare uh, <laughs> look at of me. You want to see more of the company itself. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, so those are the two. It would be AURA and then uh, LB uh, Productions. Yes, it's always good to hear about what other people are doing across the country. Bring somebody else into the living room and just talk about this business, man. And because if you love it, you can do it wherever you're at. Yeah, a hundred percent. That is a common thing. Yeah. Yeah. No limitation. Yeah, and I'm gonna hit yeah. you up about some of that long distance travel too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, of course. Yeah. And so. the, like I said, I'll be I'll be out in Texas soon, so. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Down the what line, we end up working together on know, something. What part of Texas? You know, Texas is huge. Uh, yeah. Dallas. Yeah, okay. he's coming here because Brian yeah. is here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Yeah. 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 We need to definitely uh, get together and all have lunch. Yeah. And Brian can ask his thousand and one questions. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We can sit and chop it up. <laughs> all right, Miguel. Hit the theme music, man. We out of here, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to another great show, man. Uh, DJ Really Real, everybody that jumped on, Sylvester, Mario, uh, Chris, uh, you name it. Everybody that jumped on the show, man, thank y'all for tuning in. God bless and good night. Two DJs in the mic. We out of here, y'all. Peace. Thank you, Ray. Peace.